In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Good morning again. I always have to start with good morning. So what time of day did this lesson take place, this gospel lesson? What time of the day? Did I tell you? What time of the day did it take place? Early morning. Early morning. And what are the hints that we have that it's early morning? Yeah, they were out all night. That's right. They're fishing all night. And those of you who fish know that one of the good times to go out fishing, it depends on what you're looking for and so on and so forth, but it's good to fish at night. So they were fishing all night and they didn't catch anything. And they come to the shore. And Jesus sees the empty boats. Why does he get into the boat? This is important to the whole story. But we miss these things sometimes when we're not paying attention. Or because this gospel lesson starts at a particular point, and sometimes if we don't read the verses right before, we might not get the whole context of what's going on. So why does Jesus get into the boat? Why? It's, forgive me, I'm asking you to do something that's impossible for you to do because you have masks on, and it's just going to be a mumble to my ear. So it's an impossibility, so forgive me for, for expecting the answer. I know I'm hearing some things, but I can't make it out. It's full of people. At that shoreline where Jesus is, it's full of people. It's early in the morning, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, something like that, and it's filled with people. Why is it filled with people? Because Jesus is there. Okay? And people, we have to remember this. When did people wake up? They didn't wake up at 9 o'clock and 10 o'clock in the morning and just kind of slowly get out of bed and get some egos and put them in the toaster and stuff like that. That didn't happen. Okay? The roosters started crowing at four in the morning, five in the morning, and it told people it's getting ready to get up because once the crack of dawn came, once the light started to come up, that's when people had to get up and work because you had to make use of the light that was in the day. And when the sun set, you went back home. It wasn't good to be in the, on the roads and on the streets at nighttime. That's when the robbers and the thieves come out. There weren't lights. There weren't street lighters or anything like that. It was dark. So it's early in the morning. People are already up. Jesus is already teaching. And huge crowds were already following him. And what we have at the beginning of this gospel lesson that we didn't hear, the context is that and he, was, he got into the boats because the crowd was pressing around him so much. He had nowhere to go. He was pushed to the edge of the lake. So many people were crowding around him. So he got into the boat and he asked Peter to pull off a little bit from the shore so that he could speak to the people in the best way possible. Because the reason why so many people were surrounding him was because they wanted to hear the Word of God. That's why they were there. In many instances, it's because he was healing 
and he was cleansing people and doing all kinds of things that physically made people well. In this case, he's preaching to them. He's giving them the word of God. And they have never heard it the way they're hearing it from Christ. And they are swarming him. They're all around him. And so he gets into the boat and asks Peter to pull off a little bit so that he can speak to them clearly. This idea is very, very important for us. That these people were so interested in hearing the Word of God. They were so thirsty to get the knowledge of God from the Scriptures and to understand what that meant that they were pressing tightly upon Jesus and had pushed Him up against the Sea of Gennesaret. This is something that's good for us to understand, especially in these days. Because I'm going to make one statement, one political statement right now. Everything we hear out there is garbage. And it's all false. And the one thing that is true is what we hear from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We're going to have to make decisions. We're going to have to pick. We're going to have to do all kinds of different things. Fine. But I've never been in my life so inundated with noise and lies and falsehoods from everywhere. Not just from one or the other, everywhere. And the one thing that remains true, the one thing that remains righteous, is the Word of God through all of this. And it's the one thing that's going to help us. Nothing else will, because no human being can deliver us from anything, from any calamity, from any devastation, from anything that is difficult. Only the Lord can. Only the Lord fulfills all of His promises every single time. And these are the things we need to pay attention to. The words of the Lord. These are the things that we need to press upon ourselves. To push ourselves to seek more of and to understand better. In this period of time when we are being bombarded constantly by messages that are not going to lead us to salvation. We need to focus and refocus on the Word of God, on looking at the Scriptures, reading them on our own at home, paying attention to what the Orthodox Study Bible says, maybe going to other sources and finding out some interpretations of this, especially if they're from some of the saints of our church, like St. John Chrysostom or St. Basil the Great. And listen and read how they interpret these things and how they present them and how they give the message out that Christ had taught at that time. I hope and pray that all of us have hearts that are going to do the same pressing upon Jesus as these people did. It's okay to crowd around Jesus in this way. That's what ultimately He wants. Because when He sees this throng of people around Him, ultimately what does He have around them? He has their hearts. He has their ears. And they're paying attention to what He's saying. 
And that's what we need to do now, more than ever, to pay attention to these words in the Gospel, these words that give us hope, these words that promise us salvation, these words that teach us about what true righteousness is. And press upon these words so that we can learn more about the One who loves us more than anybody else and the One who promises us life everlasting. Amen.